Are you going to break camp after the scrimmage Wednesday? Um, we kind of, we've kind of already. I mean, that's. Uh, you know, for what we're preparing, we've basically been prepping for the game anyways and got a good jump start at it. I think we've got a mixture of um, what we're doing in camp and then and also um, scouting uh, Utah. So that's, I think, uh, I don't know if there's an official, like, bell to be rung when you break camp, but, yeah, I think this is a, we're, we're kind of transitioning now to getting ready for the game. For th- three weeks, uh, just going against each other, has there been any sort of role today just... Nope, it was a good day today, and it's uh, you know the the the, the great part about it is the, the players and the energy, and the um, things that we're seeing from the leadership group. I mean, the, it's just, it's a there's a bunch of leaders on this team, and, and uh, they've been they've been uh, doing a great job of getting the energy up. And uh, when you when you're going through the schedule, it can seem kind of the same thing over and over again. And uh, they they've added some new things all you know daily, and so it's been it's been a, a refreshing with this camp and the, with this group. Yeah. This year's camp has gotten a little bit better, maybe more energetic, or, or just, just I mean, more accomplished just because of the continuity with the players and, and the staff, and not having to work in a new offense and that kind of thing. Do you feel yeah. like you've maybe accomplished more? That's probably a big part of it. I think just everyone's familiar with it and the schedule with each other. It's not, it's not, um, you know, it's not so brand new as far as the players start trying to get to know the coaches and the schemes, um, the same, same, speaking the same language. So. Yeah, there's some truth to that, and um, but I also have to give a lot of credit to the players and the leadership that we're seeing from these guys in the beginning, in January. You know, since since the bowl game ended, and we worked we went through our off-season, our winter conditioning, and then we went through our spring ball and the off-season summer conditioning has been all all about football and the and the, the leaders uh, basically showing us the way and, and taking taking ownership of this team has been really nice to see, and that's I think that has a big part of it, although. I think them feeling um, comfortable with the scheme and with the coaches that that's got to have factor in there a little bit. But the, the players are a big factor part of it, a big part of it. There's a major impact of it. Is Zach Wilson's arm and shoulder kind of where you want at this point? Yep, they'll be ready. They'll be ready. I think I've been saying that the entire time. Yeah. So we've I think we've uh, seen a lot of improvement and and a lot more. He's uh, feeling a lot more comfortable with it, with his throws and. Um, the goal is just for him to realize that the game's not this week, it's next week, and just to stay on it. I think he's done a great job. He has some really great mentors and people that can help him along the way. And, um, you know, I think the coach has done a good job at keeping him focused on what we want to get him done for the day. And uh, he's been able to lead in other ways besides just throwing the ball and being on the field. Any update on Ron Ilo? Yeah, he's close. I think he was here today to go through some of the um, – the, he has to go through that acclimation, the acclimatization part, you know. So I think um, we should hopefully. I, I don't know the official part of it, but I, I'm really excited. Hoping to see him soon. So he has to wait the five days. To go yeah, well, he pads. wasn't in, in full pads because um, he has to kind of go through the two days of the, of, of getting kind of, you know, they, they the school does that. It's NCAA rules, but so we keep all the rules, and make sure that. Uh, we're going to go through the two period, the two days of him getting used to it, and then being in helmets, and then uh, away we go. So hopefully, he'll be f- full go by Wednesday. Do you think you would have found Tyson Williams without the transfer portal? Um, I think it, we wouldn't have found him without uh, AJ Stewart and, and Jeff Grimes and, and the coaches. So um, same thing with Soup. You know, the, those guys did an amazing job at, at, at looking at the needs that we had for this team and. Um, 
Yeah, I've been really impressed with Lopini Katoa and the way that he's working with those other two. And uh, they, They're a really strong group right now, really close group. So uh, I'm just thankful that, that we were able to get them here and, and get them through the portal. You know, allowed to bring them into in the campus and that you know our admissions were able to get them in the school. And that, um, I, I appreciate the master's program that, that took a chance on those guys and get them in the school because I think they'll do some great things in the classroom and also on the field. What effect do you think overall on college football the transfer portal has had? Oh, it's, it's great for us, you know. So I, I think um, the biggest concern of the guys that don't have anywhere to go, I think they probably just rethink some things if they want to leave. And, and um, I think attrition is always part of the game. Most guys will leave because of the playing time. They want to play more. And I understand that. And we've always been, like I said, the portal was what I already believed in. I never um, held anyone back from transferring, kind of released everyone that wanted to, and the portal has just kind of made that available for everyone. So I think it's good for the kids, you know, for them to be at a place that they want to be at. So we'll focus on the guys that want to be here and they want to play here and represent what we represent and live the life that we have and, and go through the academics, and that's, that's our focus. So I think it's a very, very uh, helpful part of college football. Getting closer on the middle linebacker position, figuring out the depth right yeah, we're close. I mean, I, we'll get, we'll have we'll have one out for the game. I don't know which one it'll be, but I've been really impressed with with um, Keenan Peely and Jackson Kafusi, Peyton Wilgar. Those guys are doing some different things um, on the field, and so I, th- I think there's a there's a role that all of them may have, and it's just a matter of who we feel the most comfortable with going into game one. That'll be the guy that'll take the field. Right now, there's we've got some or situations going on, and, and getting Kavika back healthy he practiced today so that, that that adds to the mix i don't know if it makes it any easier but um it's good that we have good bodies that can compete is there any urgency to have kind of a pecking order in certain positions like running back or linebacker or are you just looking for competition all season? i think everything's just so it's it's every case is it's unique in itself right so um i think a quarterback it's important to have the guy that you know you're going to count on to get the reps but um other places, I think you can kind of mix and match and, and do it by committee. I, obviously, you want to have the best 11 on the field at any time, and um, I, I trust our coaches and our coaching uh, our staff to get the right guys on the field, depending on the situation, and some guys are built for every every down situation, so, and right now, going into game one, we can be have show a little bit more tendencies, because there are none to go off of with the new guys that are here and with the competition that we've seen from the guys that have developed in the last year.